You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Greetings dudes and lady dudes, Editing Proxy here. We've been creating This Week in Gaming for over a full year now, and having an absolute blast the whole way here. One of our favorite things about gaming culture is the connections you can make with other gamers. There are so many passionate people out there that love video games. Like you. And us. So we'd like to invite you to come join the Yadu Discord community, where we can talk with other gamers, find people to game with, share videos and gaming news, and hey, we'll be there too. So head down to the description below, or go to yadudegamers.com backslash community, and come join us for all the gaming goodness. Alright, that's enough for me. On to the show. But PUBG is still cool. Yeah. Well, in my heart. I okay. think it's cool. That's because you watch Awful Squad. Greetings, dudes and lady dudes. Welcome back to This Week in Giggle Fist. We're still going. <laughs> going strong. Uh, I am Proxy. I am Jack Mackerel. And I'm Papa Smurf. Ah, Papa Smurf. <laughs> we are here this week to bring you stuff that happened in gaming this week, oddly enough, if the name didn't give it away. But we're going to start off with what we've been playing this week. So as per usual, Jeff, what have you been playing this week? Oh my uh, God. I've... Say this week one more time. Yeah. This week, Jeff. This week? This week? Um, this week specifically, <clears throat> I've been playing Skyrim this week. Have you this week? Yeah, this week I've been definitely playing Skyrim. I haven't been playing anything else this week. No. Nah. No? Did you play a whole week in Skyrim? Um, probably. I probably Should we do played it this a... week in Skyrim this week? I think I played a whole week in Skyrim this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to stop before I work it into my daily speech. Yeah. Oh my god, this week. So are you playing PS4, PC, PS4. Switch? Because I know you guys have it on every no. console known to man. Sarah hoards the Switch for, for okay. Skyrim and I've been playing on my PS4. Still the same. Character. I mean, I, I can't really blame you. Like that massive screen of yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing on the sixty inch is a lot better than playing on the what four and a half. Oh no, that's bigger than that. It's like an eight inch screen. Yeah, but it feels big. so personal on the Switch. It, does. it is, but you can just have it right in your face. But if I look up from the Switch screen, everything is blurry. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I've no. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim on the Switch for the last mm, two weeks, and I noticed that when I stop for the day, I get like a real bad headache. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be you like don't me. Don't stop. Don't be like me. Don't play seven hours a day. <laughs> You've got to use the hair of the dog method. If you keep playing, you'll never be sick, right? <laughs> if you never stop playing. The Mackie. Yes. The Mackie method. The Mackie method. Yeah. Uh, if you're never sober, you can never get hungover. Yeah. Pre precisely. Uh, Sarah, what have you been playing this week? Other than I'm assuming Skyrim. Just Skyrim. Okay. Just that. It's all I want to do when I get home from work. It's all I want to do when I wake up. But then I have to go to work. <laughs> I've beaten like most of the game at this point. I accidentally beat the whole entire Civil War quest line. Accidentally. Yeah. Well, I wanted to buy a house in Windhelm and you have to like join the thing. And so I just decided I feel to like do it. Only Bethesda games. Can you accidentally beat something? Yeah. Because you're really just like is. so busy doing something else. And you're like, oh, I, I just accidentally it, the whole game. It really is that way. I was talking to our friend Gabriel about this because he was expressing that he was irritated that fallout 4 is like it kind of forces you to choose a side and it right off the bat is like here's choose the path to beat the game which for an open world game isn't great because like <clears throat> fallout 3 you were you left the vault you could do anything it t it pointed you in the right direction but you could do anything but in fallout 4 you leave the vault and it's like go home you go home and they're like go meet the minutemen and you're like well that's what i'm supposed to do i'm going to go meet the minutemen and soon you're on a fast track to beating the whole game and you don't understand what happened so i it's mean like, that, that was my first playthrough of skyrim 
one minute I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just doing everything. And then the next minute I'm fighting Alduin. And it's like, yeah, I, it happened. So when quick. did this happen? I'm only level 22. I shouldn't be fighting this fucking dragon. <laughs> He's hard. The master dragon. <laughs> He's hard. Oh I've man. I fought him. I don't like it. I used to call Nate, uh, Nate Baldwin, Nate Alduin over the walkie talkie. <laughs> he loved it. He and I were, I think we're the only two, two people that knew though. Everyone else is like, oh, he's just staticky because the radio. Right. Nope. The secrets. <sighs> what have you been playing, Proxy? What have I? Oh, man. Let's see. So as I had discussed previously, um, I ended up getting that sweet PlayStation card. Yeah. Um, which I, I basically I used it to put gas in the car. <laughs> and it was like, hey, you spent money. Congratulations. Here's $50 worth of PlayStation gift cards. And I was like, holy shit. Whoa. Thanks. How much gas did you put in the car? Less than 50 bucks. <laughs> but I also needed to buy food. So like that's one of those things I was saying, like, I'm not a financial advisor, but I like credit cards with like rewards that understand me. Mm. So I was like, OK, well, what am I going to do with this $50? I want to spend it responsibly. So I splurged on games I never heard of. And that's <laughs> not entirely true, actually. I uh, I had a few games that were have been sitting on my wish list that were on sale. So I picked up um, the console version of Hyperlight Drifter, which I haven't gotten to play yet. But it's there because, unfortunately, it's one of those things I have it for PC. I know because Jeff bought it for me. Yep. <laughs> um, and Undertale was the last game that, like, I had on PC, but I never beat it on PC. I When I got it on console, for whatever reason, I was like, I can sit in my living room and play this now, so now I'm going to go through it. So I got that, and I got Towerfall Ascension. Also Broforce, because Broforce was, like, three bucks. How's uh, Towerfall? Towerfall is amazing. That's I got that initially, the original Towerfall, when it was still in like testing phases on the Ouya. And it was one of those games that I downloaded the demo for it. I had Mark over and we played the demo version, which is only one level. Yeah. We played the demo version for three solid hours and couldn't get enough of it. So I ended up splur like buying the game for the Ouya. And then they came out with Towerfall Ascension for PS4. Right. I'm looking at the screenshots of it and right now, trying to figure out like what type of game it is. It's basically an arena brawler. Like you have your It's an eight bit arena brawler. Right. You've got your level set up kind of like they've got Pac-Man logic for the level design where if there's a hole in the floor, it falls through and comes out the ceiling, which is nice. And holes in the wall come out the other side wall. But they build these little arenas and it's either player versus player or you can do cooperative where waves of monsters come and you have to take them out. Right. Now, it functions a lot of. They put so many good mechanics into it because at first glance I looked at it and I'm like, this doesn't look like it's going to be as fun as I think it's going to be. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be because they implemented mechanics like wall slide. Yeah. So you can slide down walls to slow your descent. You can grab on corners automatically. Like a lot of this stuff just it's it's so intuitive that once you learn, OK, if I'm jumping and I'm near a corner, I'm going to wall grab onto that corner and hang there. And like the air dash, midair dash, you can dash to catch arrows. You can also dash to like kill enemies and get away from things and gain some extra height. They put like certain bonuses. It's very much like an 8-bit Smash Brothers, but put into like a Pac-Man world. Hmm. Okay. It's um, my, my best way of describing it. I'm looking at the Bro Force stuff. It looks like uh, something that we and you have to play together. That's why I got it, actually. Metal Slug I style. Thought of, I thought of, I looked at it and I went, oh my God, Jeff and I could play this. Uh, you know, I've been looking at it for like literally a year because it, it's always on sale on either the PlayStation Network or on Steam. Well, I was thinking if you want it, I'll probably end up picking up a copy for you because it's still only like three bucks and I've got like 10 left. So, <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's money. I, I filled the tank like, <laughs> but so... I played Towerfall Ascension last night. I actually live streamed Journey last night because I had such a long day. 
not a long, hard day of work, but a long day of being incredibly bored. Yeah. So I felt drained. You needed something to. I was like, I needed kick to kick your brain back into unwind. action. So I popped the headphones on. And of course, Annabelle's playing Terraria. So I'm like, I'm popping my headphones on. I'm going to get completely lost in the journey soundtrack. And I hopped in to do a live stream. Nobody hopped into chat, but there were a few people spectating, which was kind of chill. And uh, I hope they had as much of a fun time as I did. It was pretty good. Cool. So I feel like somebody always does when you do Journey. Oh, yeah. And it's one of those games that yeah. even if you're just <clears throat> putting it on in the background, the soundtrack alone mm -hmm. really good. is worth it. Absolutely. Can we? Should we also mention that we um, played Chapter 4 of Bendy last week? We did. Yeah, that's right. Really, really fucking good. Yeah, we collectively have been playing Bendy. <laughs> yeah, because while well, we got together and had a big old Bendy and the Ink Machine party, we were going to do so... On the 28th, when it was initially going to come out, unfortunately, due to issues with Steam, they weren't able to release the game until Monday the 30th. And we all had work, so we postponed our Bendy and the Ink Machine party until this last Saturday. So we had Jamie and Joy. Schlandrew. Schlandrew. You guys were down here. Annabelle, of course. And we all came down, hooked up uh, Steam to the old TV, played Bendy and the Ink Machine, Chapter 4. Tried to we record ran Chapter through. 4. Oh, my God. Yeah, there were some frame rate issues. I think it just, you know, un unforeseeable, but at least it wasn't just us that were having them. No. Um, and we did play through chapters one through three again. Holy crap. It so helped me much. because I didn't know, like, all the backstory because I haven't been watching the Bendy episodes yeah, because I was like, whatever. And every time that we've been playing, you've had to work. Right. So, like, you you were like. Or I'm, uh, like, super tired. Yeah. It is so different now and with boy, the updates that chapter four ending oh yes yes um <laughs> yes that's all <laughs> i could say like i don't want to give away too many spoilers because it did just come out i, I just it's like what six bucks per chapter everybody yeah. should just go buy them and the first chapter <laughs> there's been so much added to the first chapter now to really flush it out like when i first downloaded chapter one it was free right I, it, it's still free still free so chapter one's free like i downloaded it and I ran through chapter one and it took me like 20 minutes at best. Like it was a really short chapter and they've really done a lot to flesh it out. And even after that short playthrough, I was like, I need this game. I need to buy chapter two. Yep. And then I waited like a couple months after I bought chapter two and then three dropped. And we've been waiting for what feels like forever for chapter four. But I'm OK with it because it was so good. Yep. So good. Um, noteworthy. Um, I did just purchase all of the Oddworld games. Oh, my God. For $2.75 on Steam. Is it still on sale? I believe so. It's, well, Abe's Odyssey, which is the first one, was is, yep. is currently free. But for like two seventy five, you got Odyssey, Exodus, Munch's Odyssey, and... Um, Stranger's Wrath. Stranger's Wrath. That's actually the one that I was looking for, was Stranger's Wrath. No, nah, they're not still on sale. But. Well, go to like Abe's Odyssey, because there was a pack by the odd box oh hey yeah there's for like 275 12.99 now but well that i must have got it still well it, it was still on sale yeah yeah uh, i do that was yesterday i do seriously want to check out stranger's wrath again it was one of my favorite games on the original and xbox see stranger's wrath was one of the ones i hadn't played i'd played all the other ones because my dad loved the odd world series i'm not going to guarantee you that it's going to hold up by standards of today oh god but no. if you go into it expecting an odd world game you're definitely going to be pleased with it. Right. Well, and like I have um, New and Tasty <laughs> for the PS4 because I got it with Plus. So I've been meaning to re-download that and start it all over again because I love them. But I also want to throw my controller when I play these games. Yeah. 
because like they're brain teasers, but they're brain teasers on crap. They are games designed in a similar fashion to piss you off to Psychonauts because they were I think they were developed around the same time. They were. Yeah. So they're kind of like open world platformers, that awkward phase between platformers and open world. Yeah. Like the Jack and Daxters and see on like Munches was the first really like three dimensional. Yeah. Odyssey and Exodus were 2D, 2D side scrolling. Yep. I remember those ones. The storylines are just so good, though. But I really like Stranger's Wrath because it kind of took a different turn. Right. Than, you know, the Abe and Munch story. And uh, it, it was so they use this live ammo system where you like hunt creatures down and then you put them into your ammo pouch and you shoot <laughs> these creatures at things. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's like the junk cannon. <laughs> so you have a bunch of different ammo types that you can use in your little like wrist mounted bow gun. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on that Assassin's Creed. But boom, that's <laughs> boom. Uh, I think that's the gist of what I've been uh, been playing this week. Yeah. So uh, games coming out next week. We have Tuesday, May 15th, Shin Megami Tensei for the 3DS and Omen Sight for PS4 and PC. Friday, May 18th, we see Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition launching for the Switch. I can't wait. Yeah. Also, I know. It's also, so Deadpool good. 2 comes out yeah. on Friday. Oh. Also, I had never heard of Omen Sight, but it was on a list of games coming out on Tuesday, and it looks really cool. I can't, I couldn't even begin to describe what it's about, but it looks really cool, and I kind of want it. Huh. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. So before we drop into some news, we're going to take a brief break to bring you a word from the people who make us possible. This Week in Gaming has been brought to you in part by For Love of Nerd. If you're into comics, and let's be honest, who isn't? And you're into long distance romance. Is there any other way? But maybe you're thinking, hey, this super hot romance has to be well drawn by a guy that really knows his way around a drawing tablet, if you know what I mean. Boy, have we got a treat for you. Middle Ground is a comic produced by For Love of Nerd and is exactly what you've been looking for. Head on over to webtoon.com and search Middle Ground, or just check the link in the show notes and show our buddy some love. All right, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. And we're here with Hef to bring us into that news. Oh, so let's bring into news. Uh, that's right. That's what we do. Um, yeah, news, not nudes. Uh, nudes. <laughs> Send nudes. That super hot gaming nudes. Um, so, like Proxy said, this week in gaming, today is episode 57. We are recording on Friday, May 11th. This will launch into your earballs on Saturday, May 12th. And to start off, we got a new PUBG map coming. Yeah. We're, for, I mean, we're not, this isn't a PUBG home. We are a we're, Fortnite family. We, we are a Fortnite family because Fortnite is free. But PUBG is still cool. Yeah. Well, in my heart. I okay. think it's cool. That's because you watch Apple Squad. Um, so a new PUBG map is coming. Uh, the name of PUBG's uh, new map is going to be Sawnook. It means fun chicken. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of. They've it, got a it, big chicken theme going. It's a, tr- it's a translation of the Thai word for fun, which is Sawnook. And the Tagalog word for chicken, which is manuk. So, like, it's a, an amalgamation of words. Yeah, I don't know how it exactly I probably just would... murdered both of those. No, you did good. I mean, I try. You did good. Um, so, the the map was previously known as Codename Savage. Um, it is in uh, testing this week and is about a couple months away from actual full release. Uh, the map will be available later this week in open beta for PC. 
Um, and it is a dense playground that will appeal to hardcore players and skilled teams. It, I saw a couple screenshots of it, and it looks like a jungle map. Mm, well, it's based on like Thailand, Thailand, and the Philippines. Yeah, they said different countries in Asia, and I was like, that sounds like a white people thing to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a white people <laughs> thing to say for a Chinese company. Yeah, but you know, eh. Um, I mean, if if you play PUBG and you happen to be playing in the beta or something, please uh, leave us a comment about what you think about it or even yeah. what you think about like Miramar, which is the last map I that think, came out. I think a jungle map could be really interesting because like the first map and then the desert map are both really open and there's right, like exactly. some trees and some buildings, but I think a jungle could make things really well, fucking like, interesting. I was reading earlier because I was trying to figure out which map number this is. This will be the third map. Um, there is a fourth map in development right now, which is supposedly going to be like a Russian landscape. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be like a winter I'm into that aspect. So, I mean, that that brings in a whole another camouflage yeah. situation. Same with same with this map, this yeah. new one coming out. They do have a weird chicken theme, though, don't well, they? Well, because when you win, it's winner, a chicken winner. dinner. Chicken exactly. dinner. So if I could only actually win chicken dinners that way. Oh, fuck. Um, KFC was doing a thing for a while. <laughs> of course they were. Uh, for like a week or something. Like if you can prove that you want a chicken dinner, they would give you like a bucket of chicken. It was like a like one of those family buckets. Oh my god! Yeah, I would have had a heart attack. I think it was. Along I would have got good just to have a. I heart think attack. it was along the lines like if you won during this specific week, you'd get a code, and mm -hmm. you bring the code to KFC. I would be like, instead of giving me all that bone-in garbage, just give me a literal bucket filled with popcorn chicken. <laughs> yes, and I'd that, like this oh. fifty-gallon drum full of popcorn chicken. <laughs> KFC sauce, please. Oh my Thank god! Thank you very much. Get, oh fuck me up. I want, that's me. what I want right now. I'm gonna die. Get right in. <laughs> get so in hungry. Me. Um, really so, quick before we hop yeah. off of the uh, the PUBG style the news, pub. I actually wanted to add in that for those that are playing Fortnite, if you are a Fortnite family, guess who showed up in your game? It was Thanos. <laughs> oh, good. I was literally just going to look that up. I, um, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. I don't have anything because every time I tried to read an article about this, my brain literally shut off and I, I became dyslexic. I haven't read, played so. it, but I was actually talking to Sifu last night on discord and he was telling me a little bit because he's been playing Fortnite with thanos and he's like basically you get the infinity gauntlet you become thanos you yep. get like all these super abilities like you don't take fall damage you can jump super high you got testicles um, on your face yeah basically you got a scrooch for a chin <laughs> like whatever um i had joked when Fortnite had tweeted that thanos was coming to Fortnite, and i was like what is it gonna be 50 versus zero because he had killed half of them to save resources unfortunately it wasn't as well received as i had hoped but well it was still a thing i said the pain is fresh still there it really is um so yeah if if you were in the Fortnite community and you played with the thanos mode i don't know yeah. if it's still up i haven't I, I don't know any details i just I, haven't bothered to hop back in to be i honest. know that i saw two articles in a row from the same website that was like thanos has been added to Fortnite. two hours later Thanos has been nerfed in Fortnite for being too powerful. And I was like, what happened? See, and the, the funny thing is the only reason why Thanos is in Fortnite is because Joe Russo of the Russo brothers who yeah. directed Infinity War is such a huge Fortnite fan. He oh, literally, really? he called the Fortnite developers was like, how do we get this in? That's cute. And the Fortnite developers, I guess, were geeking out back with them. Yeah. And they were like, going back and forth, like exactly, just nerding out yeah. because they were big fans of each other's work. Aw. So that's I was so like, that's cute. super cool. Yeah, like Russo, he plays Fortnite on the daily. That doesn't shock me. 
I don't know. I like the Russo brothers. They did a good job with Winter Soldier. And so Infinity the, War. And Infinity War. <laughs> Reluctantly. Is, the pain is fresh. Rip the Band-Aid uh, off. So, <laughs> moving on from yeah, there. Yeah, so moving on from there, a uh, little virtual console news. Uh, specifically, not the Virtual Boy. No, no not the Virtual God. Boy. Um, specifically, Nintendo's Virtual Console. Um, it's not coming to the Switch. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, so, uh, quote, no plans to bring classic games together under the Virtual Console, end quote. Uh, instead, Nintendo plans. Uh, Nintendo's plan has been to offer some classic games as part of the Nintendo Switch Online. Yep. Um, Which is launching in I September. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. In September it launches, and you, it's dropping like twenty or thirty classic NES games. Yep. Along with a subscription. Yep. And it's only, isn't it twenty dollars for the year? I or I think so. It's something ridiculously cheap. It's, yeah, it was very affordable. Really affordable. Um, the virtual console is still active on the Wii U and the 3DS, but support for it will end on the Wii next year when the Wii Shop channel shuts down forever. I had to take a second and read that correctly. We not Wii U because yeah, the Wii Shop is still active. They ended support for the Wii forever ago, but the shop is still open. That's weird. Maybe I, it, maybe it is the Wii U because I know the Wii U shop and this is just wrong. is dropping. Maybe that's it. Then sorry, buddy. I'm gonna double check again. just to make sure. Uh, like, no, you're right. It is the Wii Shop channel. Okay. Because I I know the Wii U shop is also dropping soon too. Well, yeah, it's the Wii U. Yeah, no one liked it. It says on January 30th, 2019, we plan to close the yep. Wii Shop channel, which has been available on Wii System since December 2006. That's crazy. Yeah, right? So a 13-year oh run. 13-year <laughs> run with that Wii Shop. And you know what? I can throw my Wii at a fucking wall and it will still go. Like, it just is. Mine doesn't read discs and I still love it. I got my... We got That's our That's how Wii. I use mine to play GameCube games. I think my brother got our Wii halfway through 2007 and it is 2018 right now and, and it, it still is, works it still works <laughs> and it doesn't like it's not loud or anything no. so we don't use it very often but still i'll, I'll never throw see that i feel away. like zaphod beeblebrox because i have two wees <laughs> for those that don't understand the reference i'll give you a quick history lesson in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the original tv adaptation for bbc there were six episodes aired and the actor who played zaphod beeblebrox requested that even though you won't see it he would like to have a second prosthetic penis as part of the costume at a humble seven inches. <laughs> so he, he not only had two heads on a neck, but he had two below the belt as well. That kind of makes sense, though. Why would you have two heads and not two of anything else? Exactly. So there he figured it was there sensible. Is, there is a guy who has two penises in real life. Oh, it's a real thing. Um, not looking that up. Don't. This just became a very different podcast. <laughs> Not Googling that. <laughs> Bob, turn the podcast off. I mean, luckily, I'm on your username, so even if I Googled it, it's yes. in your, your what Google sucks search. Is that, that would eventually just lead us right back around into Sonic oh. the Hedgehog fan fiction. I oh was my just going to say, yes. I was just going to say, yeah, go ahead and look it up. It's not my bookmarks or anything. Oh, it will be. <laughs> Control D, bitch. Uh -huh. <laughs> favorite oh, uh so yeah moving on anyway. from dual penises and wee shops um <laughs> dual wees uh, dual wees uh i'm sorry you don't play the sims it's dual wahoos <laughs> dual wahoo. um so moving on from there crash bandicoot actually some crash bandicoot news about some early release um so as you know crash bandicoot insane trilogy is going to be releasing for the xbox one pc and switch 
Uh, it was originally slated to be released on July 10th, but they decided to move it up to June 29th, which is pretty cool. It's only a couple weeks away in reality, like a month. Uh, according to Activision, the trilogy was the top-selling remaster collection in the history of PS4, and they're trying to recreate that. I don't know how I feel. Like, I'm kind of excited to be able to, like, just put Crash Bandicoot on my Switch. Yeah, but it, it feels like sacrilege, almost. They it were feels like, a this little is dirty. A, this is a PS4 exclusive, because it always was. And now it's like, oh, just kidding. We really like money, though. Yeah. So, like, I mean, they're already slated to do, like, Spyro and all that stuff on all the systems. So, yeah. I mean, Spyro was already one of those things that was like, hey, by the way, we're we're just going to be on every system. Have fun. I'm okay with that, though. Yeah. I would love to have it on two different systems so that I can just live my fucking life. <laughs> live your life. Uh, that was just a little quick thing about Crash Bandicoot. So if you're excited for that and you don't I'm have I'm still excited PS for it. Yeah, if you don't have a PS4 or you want to try it on the Switch, PC, Xbox, Xbox One, yeah. there you go. Like, you can get it a little earlier. My love for Crash Bandicoot supersedes console-specificness, specificity. So like, I would like for my friends who are avid Xbox players to have it, to be able to play some Crash Bandicoot and rage about how hard it's become. Yeah, seriously. But this is why I never played this game and snapped the disc. Maybe it'll be easier to play on the Switch. I still really like the like somebody mocked up Crash Bandicoot's logo and did it as Dark Souls. Yeah, because <laughs> it's harder than it's Dark hard. Souls. Um. Moving on from there, little news about Anthem. You remember Anthem, right? The national one? No. Oh, the... The Bioware. The Bioware one. Yeah, the monstrosity from Bioware. Well, we don't know if it's a monstrosity it, yet. It yeah. hasn't released. So um, Bioware's Anthem will have both single-player and multiplayer functionality. Which was, I just want to say at the top here, every Bioware game player's fucking worst nightmare. Seriously. For them to say there will be multiplayer was my worst nightmare. I Go mean, on. okay, so th <laughs> from the one trailer that I've watched from last year's E3, yeah. it looks like it should be a multiplayer only game. I don't know. Or like it looks Halo or Destiny-esque, yeah. which is fine as you'll long as they get the algorithm right. Yeah, you'll have to keep reading though. <laughs> yeah, so Casey Hudson, the uh, general manager for Bioware, uh, emphasized in a blog post that players who will play alone are not out of luck and that playing single player will still be a valid way of playing the game. Mm -hmm. uh, Bioware wants Anthem to change the face of multiplayer and and assures that no player will ever be forced into it. Here's my theory. Okay. On this. Your hot it take. Was, it was very hard to put it into words. I think it's going to be kind of like Dragon Age Inquisition, as an example, because it's the latest one that came out. Yeah. Where you play as the Inquisitor, spoiler alert, and you have your three friends who can travel with you. Any three friends. Right. I think it's going to be... You can use that, like your party system? That it'll be a party system where your three friends are your actual real-life friends or your video game companions. Yeah. Because they, they said that that's what they want to focus on is... Yeah, and I was, I was reading that before we came down to record this, that yeah. they want it to be Dragon Age-esque. I am okay with... The, the After reading this, I was more okay with the idea of multiplayer because it's like, okay, if it's completely optional and I will not be fucked, it's not like a Destiny where I have to play online sometimes. Right. Then okay. See, I think if they're going to do a multiplayer thing that's kind of a party system like that, they should not necessarily follow Destiny's algorithm where you have to play online. Mm -hmm. But like if you have a party system, 
it's not like in Dragon Age where you walk around and you're the only thing you can see. Yeah. And then you stop and all your players come out. Yeah. I think it should be like an actual party. Like you're all in. So like if you want to play with one friend, you have that one friend, but you can still see the other two NPC players or whatever. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I don't think anybody will really know. Maybe we'll find out at E3. E3. Yeah. But I think that, that that's my theory on what's going to happen. But they really they want to change the face of multiplayer, which I think is impossible. It, well, no, if that's what they want to do, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Because instead of saying this is a multiplayer game, there's no single player. It's I'm... basically just garbage. Play it with your friends. Sorry, you don't have any friends. Play it all by your fucking self. You sad sack. Like if they're going to change it so that it's an option. Cool. I mean, if there's one thing that Bioware has been good for, it's been changing faces. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> Changing the face of things. Also making it's... a game that was incredibly hyped, realizing it was broken and completely dropping it two weeks after release. But, you know. Yeah. No shade. Um, I don't know. It's very hit and miss with Bioware because where the Dragon Age series was loved by a lot of people, hated by a lot of people. And yeah. then when Dragon Age Inquisition came out, a lot of people that hated the series loved Inquisition. Yeah. And they're like, the only thing wrong with this game is the fact that it has Dragon Age in the name. <laughs> the only thing wrong with this is it says Bioware at the beginning. And... Where I was, I had high hopes because of that with what they were doing with Andromeda. But then Andromeda drops and it flops yep. because they had so many day one issues. I remember that. And so now that's that's what's fresh in people's mind right now. Like, let's yeah. remember Bioware has done great things in the past. Just, can you, you know, their most recent Can endeavors. you name them? Yeah, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. I'm sorry, can you name them? <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition, did. that's the only one. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. I don't know. It, it, they also were like Anthem is going to be a weird thing that's like Fallout, but it's not Fallout because we're Bioware instead. And it's like, what is happening? I don't know. Yeah, they've just kind of. <laughs> I think every time they try to describe the game, they have a pair of dice. Literally, <laughs> it's a like, pair, but it's, it's a pair not of sex it's, dice. It's not twenty sided <laughs> die. It's like two thousand sided die. <laughs> it's just a ball. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just a ball. But it's sex dice. But it's sex dice. So it's like rub my face on yeah. the floor. <laughs> rub my nipples on your ass like <laughs> what what i hate these dice uh yeah exactly uh anyway anthem is due to release march 2019 um hopefully we'll see more e3 come next month Fingers it's a month crossed. away yeah e3 is literally a month away as of today i can't yeah it's what june 12th to the 14th i think it's before that it's, it's like, like the, the weekend before that it's like the the ninth through the 14th i believe it, well if you combine what everybody has done they're different right yeah planning it, their different showcases and stuff do 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 i'm gonna have a whole article it's a week up. long i'm gonna have a whole article up on the website of who's doing what when i just haven't gotten around to it yet because honestly you guys i'm fucking lazy that's fine i'm just playing skyrim i'm just talking <laughs> to the audience now i'm lazy the audience i mean jamie <laughs> hi jamie i know you're listening we it's know probably, you're there. It's probably Saturday. I know where you live. <laughs> yeah, as of right now, it's listing at the uh, 12th to the 14th for June. Yeah, yeah. you just got to also so add in the, the press conferences yeah. before yeah. that. There's other stuff that's like the 11th and the 10th and the... Right. It's sort of like the Super Bowl. It's planned for a certain time, but you know there's going to be things before and after Exactly, pregame. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. You have to pregame. Um, I just have to take that whole damn week off. Oh, shucks. Oh, no. I'm going to have to sit here and do nothing but play sweet demos and cover e3 <laughs> buy games that release that day i'm gonna make myself a fake e3 badge so i can walk around my living room while it's live streaming and feel like i'm there <laughs> with the big clocky microphone see no what you do is you get a vive 
Oh, geez. And then just stream it on the Vive. And I'm sure they'll do a we couple just... with, with 360 video. So you can just 360 with that. Okay, I'm going to invite all my friends over to just stand in my living room so I can feel like I've got that whole crowd thing going on. And then I'm yes. just going to go and pop into VR chat. Stay very, very close to you and sweat all day profusely okay. and smell like nerd funk for the rest of the week. Additional idea. We take that $5 VR thing you got at Walmart. Oh, yes. And we just write vibe on it. <laughs> There's your vibe, my friend. Why have I not and thought of this? The, the, whatever is the cheapest microphone you own. I think it's like the, one of the older ones that you've had. Just oh, write yeah. microphone on it. <laughs> Alternatively, we go to Spencer's and no. <laughs> we get a personal massager. Oh, no. It's the HTC Vibe. <laughs> HTC Vibe. It's for all your adult gaming needs. Yeah. I mean, come on. They have Let's be real. Home. That's going to happen. I'm it, sure it I'm already sure it's has. already a thing, yeah. but like. VR uh, porn is a thing. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. It's it's a thing that like. Shouldn't be a thing. Half of me is intrigued and the other half of me is like, no, don't even delve into this. The other half of me is glad you have a human being who lives with you and can say, no, no. <laughs> well, let's not. Let's change the chat. <laughs> Uh, okay, wow. so moving on from that mini tangent and anthem stuff. Uh, so a little stuff about Sony and the Federal Trade Commission. Yep. So the FTC, also known as the Federal Trade Commission, has warned Sony and other companies like Nintendo and HTC with legal action due to their warranty policies on hardware. Uh, Sony has now changed their terms of use, basically stating that your console can be opened without it voiding the warranty, unless the hardware is damaged in the process of opening it, which does not, which does indeed void your warranty. Which makes sense. But before it was like, you can't expand this hard drive, you can't do this, you can't do that, but that's the thing. Because Sony, on their website, they, they tell you how to, like, upgrade your hardware which would involve opening it. Right, which would inva- inv- uh, involve opening it and like... There goes your warranty. There goes the warranty, right. Parts. Yeah. That would just be them telling you, void your warranty. Yeah. So we don't have to pay for it later on. Right. Yeah. So uh, that being said, um, these updates to the um, terms of service do apply to the PS4, PS3, PSVR, and the PS Vita. Okay. So, so, which is good because, yeah. like, I imagine that you know, with the PS3, they're all getting old, they're getting chuggy. You could probably replace some parts, but for who the fuck has a warranty on their PS3? It's 2018. But if you did, <laughs> you're fine. Well, as long as you don't open it, you have a warranty on it. Really? Their lifetime warranties. For life? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, hey, I guess everybody just opened. So, up like, your if, PS3s. if if our PS3 go just hog wild, went null. Yeah. We would have to open a ticket and then they would determine if it was even worth them taking it. But it's still void or not void. It's still active. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Sony's great about that. Hmm. Microsoft, on the other hand. Yeah. You look at it wrong and your warranty is void. Mm -hmm. So. So let me let me hold your hand for a moment and guide you down the side quest conversation uh, in regards to storage space and consoles, because I'm actually interested in getting some other input on this because I had thoughts in my head. Uh, I brought those thoughts up at work with John and he kind of rebuttaled a little bit playing devil's advocate. Okay. And so now I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to go get Jeff and Sarah's thought on this is obviously 500 gigs is nowhere near enough to store all your games for oh, the God PS4. No. 
because I'm at the point I only own a handful of games for the PS4 aside from the ones I get for free for being PlayStation Plus. Right. And I'm constantly I get a new game I want to play and it's like uninstall something first. And I'm like, OK, so I was like, I'm thinking about buying a new hard drive, maybe a two terabyte to actually install. That way I don't have to worry about it or even just getting an external. I know you use an external. I use an external. Um, do you think that that's just me being gluttonous that I need more space because like I want to have all my stuff installed? Should I be more more mindful? Like, OK, well, I haven't really played Tekken 7 in like the last month. I guess I can save that 50 gigs by uninstalling to put something else on. No. I see. I'm not of the mind. I'm of the mindset. Like I have a game I want it installed so that if I have one of those ADD moments where I want to pick up exactly. a game, I don't need to think, oh, well, I have to wait for it to install. That's why I got a two terabyte hard drive for my PS4. Yeah. Because I didn't want to have to pick and choose which child I like the best. Yeah. Right. It's, it's bad enough when you don't play a game for a while and you plug it in and you just so want to play and it still has to update. Like that's bad enough. Especially, with, game, it, especially with games like Skyrim that yeah. take three hours to install because of all the updates. Literally. Yeah. And like it's bad enough doing that, let alone waiting for it to install and then update. Right. So like I, I don't think it's gluttonous. No. Because of exactly what Sarah said, like. I mean, granted, I could save myself the money by doing just that, but then I'm sacrificing the time. If I, like, uninstall Mass Effect Andromeda, which I think takes up about 50 gigs right now, but I intend to play through. Right. Just not this week. Yeah. Like, I could uninstall it to play other things for the time being, but then when I want to go back, now I'm going to have to do the same process over again. And wait and pick two and hours for it to yeah. install. Not only that, but then I have to be like, well, what of these do I not play right now? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely not gluttonous on, on in my opinion. No, that's not how I live my life because I feel like digital clutter makes me personally feel cluttered. But I know that normal people aren't like that. <laughs> but see, the only digital clutter I don't mind is games, games and music. Mm -hmm. See, I feel more organized when I know like that's why I have an in external uh, an internal Sata secondary drive. drive. Yeah. yeah. That hole is for my video games. So like my entire Steam library is installed on. It has a terabyte to itself. Right. Yeah. So it just can sit in there and I'm like, OK, this is my game drive. This is where all my games go. Yeah. I can have them installed. So if I want to play something, I don't have to wait for my slow ass Internet to like get everything downloaded and installed. Right. Yep. And the way I looked at it is the the hard drive that I bought was literally like seventy two dollars. Yeah, they're Walmart. getting pretty cheap now. And it's it's not like a cheap brand. It's a Western digital. Yeah, for two terabytes, and, and like for great. just just over a hundred now, I think I can find a four terabyte if yep. I wanted to, which I think is the largest that PlayStation currently supports. No, they support up to sixteen Do terabytes. They? Terabytes. I don't Jesus. think I'm going to find a drive that big. No, but, you're not. But you could also build a drive that big if you really wanted to. Oh God, I could just set up like a RAID six array. Yeah, it, that's essentially what they they support is up to a RAID six. Oh my God, can you imagine having redundancy on all your games? It would be redundant. It would. Cool. Well, we'll work our way back from that side quest conversation. Thank you for your yeah, input. Uh, no problem. Uh, I always like to be a helpful NPC in side quests. <laughs> um, moving on from FTC and Sony, uh, going to move on to E3 and Sony. Yeah. Um, so Sony has announced that their showcase at E3 will feature big looks at Death Stranding. Thank God. About damn time. Spider-Man, The Last of Us Part Two. And Ghost of Tsushima. Hey, do you think the Spider-Man panel is going to catch on fire again? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, because that game looks amazing and they need to have a little bit more excitement to that panel. <laughs> like, oh. holy shit. Okay, um, so I've never heard of fucking Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it was announced the other last year the other at E3 as well. I it don't sounds remember. like a dead sushi. It does. 
I, I don't remember exactly what it was about. It looked, I if no I remember idea. right, it looked kind of like uh, Anamusha or, um, I mean, let's be completely games. honest though. Like they don't need to announce Jack about Death Stranding. I'm going to buy it when it comes out because I don't even care what it's about. I, yeah. It could be a seven hour movie of just Norman Reedus walking on a beach with a weird fetus baby. I don't care. And I'm then the buy credits it. are just like Kojima staring at the camera. Yeah. Moist. He could stare Eating at the, a sandwich. It. He could stare at the camera and just say moist over and over. I don't care. <laughs> You got me. I'm hooked. Exactly. Um, so no hardware announcements as of yet. Um, no, So no information on a PS5 or a PS Vita 2. Didn't know that was even a thing people wanted, but me all right. Me neither. <laughs> um, the showcase will be streamed live on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and also at live.playstation.com on Monday, June 11th at 6 p.m. Pacific or 9 p.m. Eastern. Yep. So I'm excited about that. I'll be all over that. Yeah. Um, I do believe Bethesda is the 10th. I don't know. I have it at it's, the bottom here. I believe it's the uh, 10th. Yeah. Yeah. It's the 10th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, well, Bethesda is normally the, the first or second con uh, conference anyway. Yeah. It's always on um, Sunday too. Yeah, it always is. Um, so moving on from there, there was just a little quick Sony E3 stuff. Yeah. Um, some leaks yeah so oh, okay by the way this whole thing is all just rumors it's all we don't fucking know anything i sure don't yeah. but so so walmart has a speculative speculative leak in their sewage uh <laughs> uh walmart canada's website may have leaked some e3 surprises um there have been some placeholder listings uh appearing on the website for walmart canada let me just be more be specific walmart canada for smash smash brothers on the switch uh, Borderlands 3 for PS4 and Xbox One, uh, a new Assassin's Creed on the Xbox One, Rage 2, which is a Bethesda game on PS4. Bethesda and id, I believe. Yep. Was, was it id or was it... Our... Yeah, because I remember looking at it and going Bethesda and the guys that did Doom. Okay. At least the first raid was. Yeah. Um, so that was that's for PS4. Um, Destiny Comet on PS4. Lego DC Villains on the PS4, Xbox One. Um, I know that one is in development. Mm. Uh, and Dreams on PS4. Um, Destiny Comet may be a placeholder name for uh, Destiny 2 DLC. It's funny because like, okay, so D DC Villains is in development. We know that a Smash game is coming to the Switch. Right. We know that for sure. I don't really see why these are so out of left field. And we also know that there's a Borderlands 3 because they announced that they're working on it. Did they? Yeah, they I missed that. Uh, see, I was going to go ahead and say I'm calling bullshit. They can't count to three. But. <laughs> well, because the, didn't well, the last one come out like 10 years ago? And Borderlands isn't developed by Valve. Right. So they can count But I mean, three. Borderlands was kind of the same thing, though, with like Borderlands, Valve, and Yeah, and then Square all the Enix. accessories. Yeah. Fair. Um, but, see, and I know Destiny is going to announce something. Yeah. Because they've already had a big thing. They did a big event a while ago, where, right before. Uh, Warm Wind. Yeah. As I'm so affectionately calling it now, the like, fart DLC. Yeah, a fart. Um, before Warmind dropped, basically telling people that were like influencers in the community like, hey, listen, we've been listening. We know what you guys want. We're going to put it in a patch. Not this one. We're going to the one that's coming <laughs> later on this year, though. Yeah. Well, like we're like, going to fix everything. Just not right now. When they announced Destiny 2 in the is, first place, they said that there was going to be three DLCs. So it right sounds now? like there's going to be a lot of big fixes coming with the next dlc whatever that is so it's, i'm so sure it's, it's just gonna be another fart in the wind they're so. gonna announce something i see i don't know it's the way that the first destiny played out is kind of how destiny 2 is going it was absolute hot garbage when it came out yeah 
no one like people thought it was going to be big they all like a bunch of people bought it got really pissed off then don't release your fucking game that's basically <laughs> either that or I we're have just not, gonna not I bother have, buying it until i it uninstalled good. destiny 2 because of that i'm not reinstalling this fucking game into my system because no. it's just fucking garbage and i'm not investing another 30 to 50 dollars into a game that's just gonna be hot garbage for another three years till you say oh we're developing a new one let's everyone get back into the old one uh, I'll wait till they come out with like a freaking game of the year edition and it's for two dollars at GameStop and then I'll hop back in. Yeah, seriously. But until then, but I can't justify like with how much it kind of flopped after we figured they finally had all the kinks worked out after the first Destiny and like, OK, we're wrong. They now know how to make a good game. Like, how about we repeat the process, though? And so they just hop right back into it. And it'd be one thing if it was like free updates and it's just a matter of time. No, you have to. But pay it's not. It's like, hey, tw- want the game to actually not suck? 20 to 30 dollars. So, eh, yeah, it, it's but not something I'm going to be hopping back into. I'm, I'm sorry, yes. but blow me. OK, we, I, I'm going to swing back. These placeholder <laughs> listings <laughs> on Walmart Canada's website were just the um, the game art blacked out papers with like the xbox or the ps4 or yeah whatever. it was, black but it was with... blacked out with like shitty like knockoff times new roman text describing what the game was nothing else no ratings no those whatever. are generally the placeholders that you see on websites anyway Is on like really? on like Which... target or on walmart when they have a game but they don't have the art yet yeah. it'll say image coming soon yeah. for it's X. simple and but it's terrible because it's so easy to shop yeah right, exactly and we the prices for every single game that was quote unquote leaked was 79.95 on the yeah. website yeah but that's in canada and we looked it up and it's about 65 dollars american about, yeah so it, it tracks so i don't know i just wanted to point that out that it's like yeah kind of janky but also kind of legit it's also a little annoying i think and at least from my perspective that people are like oh here let me split it's, it's kind of like if you were a kid and it's christmas eve and you get the one sibling that's like here's a list of everything mom and dad bought you for christmas want uh, it spoiled before you open them yeah. right yeah and it's i'm like enough. look it's tradition okay yeah. like it's bad enough that amazon will tell you if you look at like a christmas list yeah, can, it'll ask you if you want to look at yeah, what they bought it's bad enough that I, I have the ability to do that and I have to stop myself every year. Because <laughs> I like, wait until yeah. the twenty fourth. If if I see everything, like Christmas Eve, I can look at whatever's on my list that was bought, if, even if I haven't unwrapped it yet. Because at least <laughs> then I know what I can order later on. Fair. Or tell my parents, oh, I don't want this. Or you got me two of these. <laughs> and then Proxy ends up with one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> right. so far. Rolling back into the leaks thing, uh, Bethesda so far has responded to the possibility of Rage 2 leak, making fun of the placeholders listing since it's just a black page with white text and no other information, uh, using the official Rage Twitter to tease Walmart Canada. That's the funny thing, though. If you click on the source link that I have there, you'll see the picture Doing that right of now. what they did. Um, it's literally the whoever runs the Rage 2 or Rage Twitter they like photoshopped a little like arrow pointing to where the ESRB Yeah, incorrect thing key is. art, wrong font, not all yeah. caps. And it's like that is not a denial. That is not a denial and that's also not calling it as a photoshop. No. And if that is what placeholders look like before there's game art, that's not a denial. <laughs> Someone else tweeted at Pete Hines specifically. Uh Pete, where is the next Doom question mark? And Pete Hines responded to go buy a magic eight ball at Walmart and ask it. Yep. And that was yesterday. Yeah. Or two days ago. So it's like, <laughs> while this is happening, Pete Hines is like, I don't know, bitch, go to Walmart. Oh, also, 
speaking of Pete Hines, Pete oh, has yeah. said in the last two days that this comp, this Bethesda E3 conference is going to be the longest conference they've done. Yeah, which is great because it's starting at 9.30 p.m. our time. So buckle in, Ugh. get three or four pizzas. For yourself. Yes, for yourself. Please. And Gotta get that stuffed crust. Oh, fuck. Get ready to have a Bethesda boner because they are <laughs> announcing at least five games. Skyrim for the PlayStation 5. Ugh. Ser- I, 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 and the 3DS. I actually read a post. I was like, oh, I can't wait for Bethesda to announce five more ports for Skyrim. I don't even care anymore, man. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm going to buy them all. I know. People are going to make fun of it, but like they're still raking in the money. Oh, so, we like, make fun of it on a daily and we oh, yeah. literally have every version of Skyrim that's out there. Except for the two versions for the two Xboxes. And that's only because we don't own those. If I did, yeah. I guarantee I would own them. I realized that, that I've been lying this whole just time. Like, but like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but. I, I, I realized that, well, because we're not an Xbox home. So it never occurred to me that people actually buy that garbage. Ooh, well, we actually, well, <laughs> Fox and I had that, that conversation on the subway the other day. On the subway really? about, man, I, I could just buy an Xbox One just to say I have it. Mm. And to play yeah. a couple of those games that I really want to play. That Basically, Gears of War exclusive. 4 and, X, and uh, Halo 5. Yeah. Like, uh, sea of Thieves. This is the only game that I want to play. And Which we, they we, actually had up and running, well, we, an ad for at the Microsoft store when we were down there. We could play on fucking PC. I just, I'm not going to because right. that's not comfortable for me. But no. like, I can't believe you guys haven't mentioned that you've met Boston Uprising this week. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why that didn't come up either. <laughs> it's, I've had some major things go on this week. It's been a week full of like stuff and I, I haven't known how to handle it all. So Fair. Jeff and I went out on Wednesday. I got an invite. I got an invite last week because I'm on the Boston Uprising mailing list that Boston Uprising, the Overwatch League team that is makes their home here in Boston. Um, they were going to be at the Microsoft store in the Prudential building meeting fans. And I got an invite. I could bring one guest. And I was like, oh, Jeff. So I messaged him and I was like, hey, honey, you want to go to a thing? And he was like, sure, I do. So we went into Boston. I, when I got out of work, you got there like four hours before I, I did. OK, so we got to the Prudential proxy and i we got there at 5 30 at night i had been in boston since 10 a.m i remember you texting me and you were like i'm in boston and i was like oh man this really should i just leave work and just go into boston you should just walk to your boss's office or whatever his cubicle and be like uh, uh, i gotta go home i'm shitting out my pants (laughs) (laughs) but i was like well i'm like next door to boston where i'm working right you're 20 minutes away it was uh it was real nice driving into Boston at 530 rather than trying to leave Boston at 530. You see the traffic jam going the other way. And I'm like, ah, it sucks to be you nerds. <laughs> it was real nice so, leaving Boston at eight o'clock oh, at night. It was. So we went down and we got I got to say, it's one of the most fun lines I've stood in in a long time. And I stand on a lot of lines because we go to conventions. But we got there. Jeff and I walk in and there's. The line is so long. It just wraps around the Microsoft store. It's got like the three tiered bending worm look going on. Yeah, the, the bank picture, line. The pictures yeah. that Jeff was sending me, I was like, Jesus, I'm so glad I actually, uh, for those that are interested, I have an article up on yadudegamers.com, our website, which you can find a link to in the description, that is basically just about our experience of going down. I got some shots of the line. Someone had put post-it notes on the walls about how uh, Genji mains are people too. You guys just hate and it was, Zen love. Yeah, Zen love, all sorts of stuff. People wanted Zen lore because there's not really any back history right now for Zen like there is for a lot of the other characters. Right. 
But yeah, so we got down there and we're like back of the line looking at this like, oh, my God, we're going to be here until 930 just waiting in line. And there was some super nice Microsoft employees that were there that were handing out like bottle of waters and sunglasses. Oh, my God, we got free free Xbox sunglasses. And I had a moment, okay, when we got there and they were like, here's some glasses. And I looked at them and I noticed they said Xbox. And I was like, why not place to? Oh, yeah, because this is Microsoft. Because that's what we are. I forgot it wasn't an Overwatch specific event. It was a Microsoft Microsoft specific event. So that was kind of neat. And we were chatting up with a couple of people in the line. People were coming out, handing out like stickers and stuff, which was great. And finally, we got in there, got our posters. We got a Jeff and I got a great shot. Uh, it's up on the website of us in front of the uh, Overwatch Boston Uprising backdrop, which is just it's so good. You, <laughs> you look so unenthused. You have that. I've been in Boston all day face and I have the I just got here and I'm super excited. Is that our men in black pose? Uh, no, we have that one up there, too, though. <laughs> it's, it was all so good. That's just, just that's just the face Jeff has when he takes pictures. It is. Well, it's also the face of I walked 15 miles I today. You were so tired. Oh, uh, but so those are all up there hanging around. Yeah. Um, there's the one so Sarah can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I was super pumped. Oh, yeah, and that one. Like, yeah, I've been here all day. <laughs> also notice my two pairs of sunglasses on my head. But it was it was really cool getting to actually see the Boston Uprising team in person. Were they all um, super short? Because I just no, like, they were all sitting. So they were like, all sitting, but tell, like but you can tell, like Avast is wicked tall. He's like six two. They were all super chill. Like you could tell, a good handful of them were like. Uh, I've been signing autographs all day. Yeah, I you, hate this. Well, see, the thing is, you can tell half of them no PR, and the other half are like, "Fuck this! I just want to go home." Yeah. All I want is a day off, and I can I feel that I can I could feel that, and I, my sympathies go out to them and everything that they they're doing, but it was it was really cool. I just felt bad because you know, like we had talked about after we left, you, we had no idea what the heck to say to them. Yeah, because the line's just kind of like it's an assembly line type deal. You just move along, move along. You're not sitting to talk and like comment or say anything. And I was like, I haven't watched stage two or this like or stage three of the Overwatch League, which is real unfortunate because stage three they're undefeated. Stage three, they are just they're going to the final crazy. I think it's really funny because like Jeff sent me a picture when you guys were like pretty close to the front of the line, I think. Yeah. And then literally 12 minutes later on our way back to Alewife on the train now. And I was like, that was fast. What the hell? It's not like they're pushing you through, but it was like it's a cattle slide, 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 slide. Thanks. Yeah. And it's the most polite push you through the line I've ever experienced. And of course, they're like, oh, they had a ta- like a merch table, which had like cell phone wallets and stickers and pins. And you got to take you one thing. Take one That's thing. That's where the pin so came that, from. I got a, I got a decal because I, I might need to put more stuff on my desktop. Yeah. But I like the button. I put my bu- I put the button in my little goat simulator to guy. So That's, That's why that I gave it yeah. to you. That was our time. Um, and as a last bit of like why everything has been so hectic and I keep forgetting about things that have happened, I've actually started making notes of like cool shit that I got to do this year so that I remember because everything that comes up, everything just keeps getting better as things are going on. And I hope that continues. Um, but I had got a, I responded to a tweet from Mike of PBS idea channel. And basically he was talking about creative burnout. If you listen to our last episode of AV underground, I, I brought it up there. And so I'd commented with like to another person's post, another person's response. And they said, you know, I wish that I could spend my time just worrying about creating and whatnot, but it's it's difficult to do when everyone just expects you to be active all the time. And I was like, 
yeah, this is, I feel you because this is something we talk about on AV Underground, like with a podcast where we talk about getting started as a content creator and how you feel all these pressures to do everything and be everywhere. And so then like the next day, uh, he had tweeted at me and said, hey, and, or he said, is this AV Underground? I'll give it a listen. And then tweets at me the next day and says, hey, uh, in spirit of your latest episode of AV Underground, you should totally put me on your next episode. I have like 15,000 subs on YouTube. I do sculpting. I'm trying to get the other things going. I have books that are in the works. And I was like, oh, cool. So I was like, yeah, I'll direct message you and we can work out the time. So I still having no idea, like I hadn't looked him up at all because I was still at work. So I was just like, okay, message him. And we went back and forth over DM. And he's like, should I send you an email with like some back history on me and like information and whatnot so you can see what you're getting into? And it's like, yeah. So he sends me the email and... For those that I don't know if anyone's going to know him by name, he's really chill. Um, Josh Foreman, he's an environment art designer for Guild Wars 2 working for ArenaNet. Which and is crazy. That's fucking which, crazy. Name drop. I mean, he's also working on a lot of his own stuff, which is what we want to talk to him about when we have him on the show. I'm really excited to get into it. This dude has some epic hair. I'm going to tell you yeah, that right now. Yeah, he does. Now. I, you showed me I, the I really video. want to give him an award for most epic hair ever on the podcast. We can ha- We can make that happen. We should make that happen. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And so that's coming up. We're going to be recording that episode on the 26th. We've got that marked down. So next weekend. So About yeah. Two weekends. Yep. A couple weekends from now. Uh, only because it didn't really fit with the 19th because I have a graduation party to go to and he's in Pacific time. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to make this dude get up at like three in the morning to record a podcast. Right. That's unreasonable. Yeah. So we worked out Is a time it? that we worked out a time that works for him because I was like, I want to I want to play to your uh, your favor here and make this potentially one of our best episodes thus far so i was super excited um both to meet someone else who's in the creative field but also like someone who has experience with triple right. a game companies so it's gonna be a good time i'm really excited about it i started like communicating with him on twitch and whatnot and it's been super fun cool so opportunities <clears throat> galore so that's uh that's it that's all we've got for you guys this week in games this week <laughs> that's all the this week games. we have this week games this week and <laughs> This so this week, games. as always, games thank you guys this, this week. <laughs> thank you guys this week so much for listening this week, and not this week, but next week we will see you again for another episode of This Week in Gaming. And until then, this week, <laughs> bye. This Week in Gaming is a production of YDG Studios. Your hosts are Sarah Green, Josh Needham, and just Jeff. This podcast is organized by Sarah Green, edited and produced by Josh Needham. To learn more about Yadude and all the things we do, check out yadudegamers.com. Yeah,